welcome back everyone to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by UMD freshman Jenna Laurie, who just finished her senior year at Chisago Lakes High School. Uh, Jenna, welcome to the podcast and how's everything going? Good, how are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing well and just enjoying the summer as it's starting to kick off. Uh, But thank you for coming on. How are you doing? What are some of your summer plans heading into your first year in college? Yeah, definitely. Um, So I'm going to start going in the weight room, uh, build up some muscles so you you don't get pushed around going into college hockey because it's definitely more physical. So I want to be able to do the pushing rather than getting pushed. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously the WCHA is one of the most physical conferences in college hockey. How do you like a plan to adapt to that new conference and that new style of physicality? Yeah, definitely. Um, so obviously weight room, gain some weight, but I'm de- I'm gonna use my size hopefully to be able to adapt to it a little better, so I can use my body more to help fend off some of the checks and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And have you ever thrown any big checks in your career? Um, not that I'm aware of. No, probably not. Yeah, and I ask everyone this just because, like, there's been a lot of debate in the past couple of years about whether hitting should be allowed in women's hockey. In your opinion, do you think they should allow hitting in the sport? Um, yeah, in, like, some context, yeah. I feel like, obviously, you can't just go up and snail someone from behind or whatever, but I think there definitely should be more, more physical contact allowed. Yeah, I definitely see your point. And one thing that I think would make it better, or at least the sport better, if you add hitting is it would make refereeing easier because I yeah. think sometimes uh, some yeah. refs can't distinguish what a body check is and what's not a body check. So I feel like if you allow hitting, it will be easier to call those calls and make the game even safer from that aspect of things. Yeah, yeah, no. Yep, definitely. Now, for college hockey fans that have never seen you play before, just describe your game to them, and what do you hope to bring to UMD uh, for this upcoming season? Yeah, um, so I think I see the ice pretty well. Um, I like to set up people for, like, scoring opportunities, but at the same time, I like like to score some goals, too. And then I think also with my, with my hockey game, I use my size to my advantage, like going around players, getting my stick in passing lanes, poke check-in. Um, and then hopefully to bring to UMD, definitely want to bring like some more offense because I think that's where like my strong suit is, I would say. So bring some more goals and obviously help defensively too. Now, what was your recruitment process like and what made you want to go to Minnesota Duluth? Um, so I started talking to colleges around like eighth grade freshman year and I was I think it was around 15 national camp. I was ready to make my decision. I was probably a couple weeks away. And then at that camp, I think UMD saw me there and they're like, can we like last minute, like, can we talk to her? And I was like, yeah, for sure. It doesn't hurt to talk to another college. And then I really liked the coaching staff and like really enjoyed talking to their coaches. Like, like, like clicked right away. Like we understood each other and stuff. And then I went up there and toured and I loved it and fell in love with it immediately. And I was like, I knew that's where I wanted to go. Yeah, that's a very young age to be going through the recruitment process. Like, how did you try to handle all of that as a 15-year-old? Yeah. So, obviously, you don't just want to pick for sports. Like, you want to do academics and everything, too. So, I kept that in mind. Like, at the end of the day, you have to have a good – you have to be good academically and graduate and stuff. So, that definitely was, like, involved in my recruiting process, too. 
Now, it seems like they've changed the recruitment process, at least for girls hockey, because I know they're finally starting the recruitment process for juniors in high school. Just what's your thoughts on that change and that whole situation or process? Yeah, I think it's definitely better because at such a young age, you don't really know what you want, or most people don't. And I know there's a lot of girls that are kind of like iffy on like where they're committed to or something because they did it so young. And I think that later, like later talking period, it like makes the girls not feel rushed on a decision and like make them make the wrong one. It makes them know that they know what, like what school they want to go to and they've made the right decision. Feel good. About Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Oh, sorry. Someone just called. I can't see you. That's fine. So I'll edit that out. My apologies. No, you're good. So have you been watching any college hockey this year? And what's your overall thoughts on Wisconsin winning the national championship? Yeah. Um. So I watched UMD in the Frozen Four. Obviously disappointing overtime, and overtime loss. But obviously you got to be happy for Wisconsin. They put in the work and it showed. And definitely next year, I think UMD, we got a good chance at going, taking down Wisconsin. So I'm excited for that. It's definitely very competitive and physical, though. I, I like to see that. Yeah, and another question I want to ask you regarding that um, Frozen Four was what were your thoughts on Duluth making it to the Frozen Four? Because I'm assuming as a recruit, that must have been really cool to see. Yeah, you know, that was obviously huge for them and exciting to see as a recruit. Like, you know, you're going to a good program, good coaches, good players, good community. So it's definitely like a good feeling, you know, going, you know, you got a good team. So obviously we want to go again next year too, so yeah. Now, have you gotten the chance to meet any of the current players on the roster or any of your freshman class coming in? Yeah. So there's three other girls from Minnesota in our freshman class, and we're pretty close. We play summer hockey together. We have for a while. And then at UMD camp, we got to meet a couple of the UMD players, and all super nice, and I'm excited to go up there and meet the rest of them. And then we also had, like, a big team Zoom, so I got to meet a couple more people on there. That's awesome. Now, last season, 3-3 overtime was introduced to college hockey. How do you plan to adapt to the new 3-3 overtime rule in overtime situations, having more space on the ice and having more offensive opportunities to score goals? Yeah, definitely. So for the 3-3, like you said, more space, that's – you have more space to skate the puck, um, get open. Just definitely use the open space to your advantage, I think, would be the best way to adapt to that 3-3 style. Now, what do you think would be the biggest adjustment you have to make to college hockey? Um, definitely the time and space you have. Because in high school, you have a lot more time to wait for a play to set up or sit there and have the puck. Whereas in college hockey, you're going to have someone on you within the next half second, not even maybe. So I think that's definitely going to be a big adjustment because you're not going to have that time anymore. Now, what does your training look like so far and just what do you hope to work on for your game uh, on or off ice? Yeah, so I'm skating through with OS this year through a college skate. And then this summer, I really want to focus on off ice, like getting stronger, better agility, faster off or on the ice and definitely gain muscle. So that's probably like the biggest thing I'm focusing on. Now, what are some of your goals and expectations for yourself and for your team for next season? Yeah, so for next season, um, I really hope to bring some offense to the team and then also some size because 5'11", so hopefully bring, bring size to the team. And then a goal of mine is to be able to just adapt quickly to the college, 
college game because it's obviously different than what we we're expected to. Everyone's bigger, faster, stronger. Now you're from Lindstrom, Minnesota. Just talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? Yeah, so we're a small community. Everyone, I've, mostly everyone here skates. We got lakes all over the place. So growing up, a bunch of us little kids would get together. We just go play some like little pond scrimmages and stuff. So immediately fell in love with the game there. And then I just remember watching my brother play like youth hockey. And I'd be up in the warming room being like, Mom, when can I start playing? When can I start playing? And it's just like immediately fell in love with the game. Did you have a favorite particular player that you liked to watch growing up or a favorite particular team? Pavel Datsuk. He just like dangled through everyone. I don't know. It was so cool to see. Have you ever tried a Pavel Datsuk shootout move, whether it's in a practice or a game? They're hard to yeah. – nice. Has it worked? It did work in practice, yeah. Never tried in a game. Haven't had the confidence to do that. Oh, maybe next year you can try it. I think that would be cool, especially if it was your first college hockey goal. That's definitely one to remember. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Did, were the cameras on at all during practice? Or, like, is there video of you doing that move or no? No, there is not, no. Oh, that's disappointing. That would be cool if uh, someone was filming something in the rink. That would be nice yeah. to watch that over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, looking back at your high school cocky days, what has been your experience like at Chisago Lakes? Because that's where you played uh, heading before heading into college hockey. Yeah, Chisago Lakes hockey, I don't know. We're just a small town. We're such a close-knit team. We hang out together. And with this COVID year, I think that definitely brought us together more. We hung out all the time. And it's just playing at Chisago Lakes just was a great hockey experience overall and just I couldn't have asked for any other any other team to play with. And you were also the captain of the team this past season. What type of leadership did you want to bring? Were you more of a vocal or lead by example type of player? Lead by example, just always doing the right thing, doing stuff people follow. Obviously, just like you said, leading by example. And how would you use that type of leadership heading into the Duluth next year? Do you think that helps your hockey development at all? Sorry, you cut out. I couldn't hear you. Oh, I apologize. How do you think you'll use that leadership skills that you learned as a senior heading into college hockey next year? And do you think that helps your hockey development at all? Yeah. So it's just always people might always be watching. So it's always giving 110 percent on the ice. Just always tr like tr trying during drills, practices, just having other people feed off of that. I think it definitely helps. So I'm not from Minnesota, so talk to me about the Minnesota high school hockey scene and what's it like being a player in that atmosphere because watching the games at the XL Center for the state championship, it looks really cool how you guys at the state of Minnesota pack that entire arena for a high school hockey game. I feel like it's kind of unheard of where I'm from. Yeah, it's super, I'd say Minnesota hockey is probably, I would say, is the most competitive. And it's, like you said, the X, it's every Minnesota hockey players dream to go play there so and it's just like the atmosphere at the x is insane like i don't know you just pack the, a high school hockey arena it's just packed that's crazy now you had the chance to play at the xl center uh just talk about that game and how did you handle the nerves of being in that stadium yeah that was that was i was very nervous for that game i just remember like being on the ice for warm-ups and looking up and being like holy crap i am on the ice where some of the best hockey players have ever played like you are on that ice and it's crazy and then, even with covid i would say we still got a we're still a decent amount of fans at our second game so that was cool to play in front of 
our community and our small town. That was sweet. Uh, was that your favorite memory you've ever had in your high school hockey days, or was there another particular thing that happened during your career that you remember the most? No, definitely. That was that was the best hockey memory I've ever had. I was I was insane. Now, this past season, there obviously wasn't as many fans at your games due to the pandemic. How did you adjust to not having as many fans as you normally would during a regular season? Yeah, um, so usually before COVID, we got usually a pretty decent-sized student section, I'd think, that brought a lot of energy to the arena and like, got us kind of pumped up. But with COVID, we kind of learned to feed off each other, cheer on the bench. So I think that's where we – we kind of adapted there and we came louder on the bench and feed it off of each other. And I think that's helped us a lot. Now, how would you evaluate your senior year overall? What would you evaluate? How would you evaluate your game and your team's performance? Yeah, I think our, like my senior year, our team senior year, everything, I couldn't have asked for a better one. We made the X and went to state. And I think our team, we definitely improved a lot on our off, on our off season, like our goalie. She went to basic training, I think it was, and she came back and she was absolutely insane. Like she was phenomenal. And I think our whole team, we all, we all were happy for each other. No one wanted to be the best. Like we all, I don't know, it was, it was an insane season. I kind of asked for a better one. Yeah, and you got to play with some incredible players uh, with your high school hockey team. One of those players is Danny Bergen, uh, who obviously won a gold medal with Team USA in the U18 World Championships. What was she like as a teammate, both on and off the ice? Yeah, me and we feed off of each other. Like we've been best friends since uh, probably like four years old. We played softball together and everything. So playing with her, we just know where each other are gonna be, and we just we just sit there and feed each other during the game. And it's I don't know. She's been an amazing teammate to be with, and I'm definitely gonna miss playing with her. Now, how did your high school hockey experience help prepare you for college hockey with Duluth? So I think high school hockey like helps prepare us especially in Minnesota because I feel like a lot of girls in Minnesota hockey go on to play D1 so it's like you kind of get a feel for like kind of what the competition's going to be when you go to college so I think that definitely like helps you in that aspect obviously it's still going to be different because it's faster or stronger there but I think it helps you a little yeah, definitely. And another question I have for you, and this is a little off hockey question, but academically, uh, was it a little bit different for a lot of high school players? My question to you is, how did you adjust to having academics both online and in person while trying to balance a hockey season? Yeah, I would say when we were fully online, I feel like hockey was a little easier because our practice schedule is pretty tight with our school schedule. Like we get out at 2.30 and we have to be on the ice by 2.50. So when we're in school, our, our parking lot's a mess, so it takes, like, 30 minutes to get out of. And our coach should be like, okay, you're late. Like, we got Herbie's or something. So that online was kind of nice because you didn't have to worry about being late. We didn't have to skate Herbie's. But when we went back to uh, in person, we had to figure out how to get there quicker. So Yeah, I heard also that you couldn't dress in the locker rooms. What was it like driving in full equipment? Because I feel like that's definitely a strange experience. Yeah. Um, so for our high school, since for like small school, kind of, we still got dressed in the locker room. It was just like, we had a small team so we could space out evenly or six feet or whatever. So we still got dressed in the locker room, but getting, um, for summer hockey, it was terrible. <laughs> getting dressed in the car and driving, that was terrible. 
Yeah, no, I wasn't much of a home dresser back in my career, but you know, it's definitely weird putting on like your pants and then walking to the rink. Like it was, de- it's definitely an odd experience for sure. Yeah, no, that was, I would never want to do that ever again. <laughs> that was terrible. Now, another question I want to ask you was, uh, you made it all the way to the state semifinals this past year. You lost to Gentry Academy. Uh, even though you lost that game, I just want to ask you, what did you take away from that game and making it that far in the tournament? Yeah, that game was definitely like a life lesson, I would say. Like our team with that game, we made history. No Chisago teams ever made it that far in state. And so in like the life lesson spots, like I played high school hockey for six years and some of the other seniors would play for five. And it's like with that game, it was our last everyone ever. So we our last high school game ever. So we, we just all took in the took in the moment, you know, the six years went by fast. So we just learned to live in the moment, you know embrace all embrace the moment so yeah I think it was life lesson there so we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment of the podcast where I ask you some non-hockey questions my first question to you is who is the funniest teammate you have at Chisago Lakes um definitely one of the Dannys I don't know they just like I don't know they say something just so random it's funny so definitely one of those two now, besides yourself, who has the best style on the team? Um, probably Danny Bergen. Uh, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Uh, probably Patrick Dempsey, because I love Grey's Anatomy. Favorite TV show ever. I've actually never seen an episode of that show. I hate to inform you, but I know my mom's a big fan. You so, it's so good. You got to watch it. I don't know if I can. There's like 17 seasons. It'd, be, it'd take me forever to get through it, especially since I have a very busy schedule. So I don't know how I'll do it, but I'll figure out a way and just watch it at some point in the next few years. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good show. Now, what is the most interesting thing you've seen or read this week? I honestly had trouble thinking. I have no idea. The only thing like that's, David Dobrik's coming back old vlog, so I'm excited about that, I guess. I saw that, so. Nice. I I, I don't even know who uh, David Dobrik is, so I can't uh, have a conversation about that. But I, my, the thing I found the most interesting was probably some guy got swallowed by a humpback whale, like, in yeah. the East Coast, and he survived. So I thought that was an interesting story to read about. Yeah, that's that's something you don't hear every day. No, definitely not. But I would, it reminded me of like Finding Nemo uh, when they were in the humpback whale and then the guy, and then the whale like spit him out. Like it just reminded me of that scene. <laughs> That's funny. Now, what music do you like to listen to? Um, I'm kind of all over the board. Depends on what I'm in the mood for. Like I can listen to anything, country, pop, rap. Nice. I'm the same way. Yeah. What, who's your go-to artist like before, the game, before a game? I would say for our team this year, it was little TJ. I think that was definitely a popular one. Can't think of any other ones right now, but that was definitely a go-to. Nice. Now, final non-hockey question is, what is your biggest pet peeve? People who chew really loudly or, like, smack their lips when they're eating. Mm-hmm. Definitely very annoying. So I do agree with you on that one. Now transitioning back to some hockey questions. Now my first question to you is what advice would you give a younger player who was listening to this podcast on how to make it to a, a D1 college hockey team? Yeah. 
Um, definitely, you got to put in the time and effort. You got to, it's more than just like on ice. You got to put in obviously extra time and just like have fun with the process if you're like in it. Like, don't rush it or anything. And I don't know, like it earlier, live in the moment, you know, take it all in because it doesn't happen to most people. So just embrace the moment. Now, what should be done to help grow women's hockey as well? Obviously, there's been some news recently about the World Championships being canceled and rescheduled in August and with Robert Morris losing their women's program. So just after seeing all the stuff that's going on in the news, what would you do to help grow the sport? Um, definitely get them involved in a younger age. In like our school, we have this thing called Kitten Club. So all the younger girls are in it. It's like has them keep their love for the game so they keep playing and so they don't just like oh I hate this sport now I want to stop playing like we keep them wanting to keep coming back so our program can build and that would obviously probably help further on like college because you have more players to look at and stuff like that so I think that's definitely helpful. Now do you have any shout outs you'd like to give to any of your friends family or teammates? Probably our three-headed monster line at Chisago Lakes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Jenna. I really appreciate it. Good luck uh, for the upcoming season with Duluth. I know you're going to do great, and I look forward to watching you play uh, with Duluth next year. All righty. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. I really appreciate it, and it means a lot to me. Make sure you follow our social media accounts, and I'll see you guys next time with another great episode. But until then, take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye. You got a smile that makes the sun rise. You make it shine. But I can see that you don't You and know it's all